Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Don't believe a single thought you think. You know, you don't have to believe your story that, and that voice in your head or even your own thinking like I just said. This is so good in theory, but why is it so darn hard in practice? Do you know why? Because sometimes we become a victim of our life. We become victims of our circumstances. Then victims would rather still hold on to suffering. Hold on to guilt, hold on to negative toxic feelings. Then step into the unknown. The unknown is where the magic happens. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. This is part three of a four-part episode series. And for the past two weeks, you've been discovering um, and learning about the link between behaviors from the past that still influence your present and how these beliefs are driving your actions and can ultimately limit your potential if they're not addressed. You also learned why it is so essential to take control of your own identity and character and the power awareness has in shaping and awakening your own potential. In today's episode, you'll discover the overwhelming influence your perception has on shaping the reality that you're currently seeing and a proven framework that perfectly explains how our brains work and steps for dealing with your own inner critique and understanding how it holds you back. So if you're ready to be greater than your beliefs and greater than your programming from your past, then let's jump right in. I'll begin with sharing with you a quick story. On May 6, 1954, a guy named Roger Bannister became the very first person to run a sub four minute mile. That's incredible, right? It really is, because back then, people believed this wasn't possible. People literally said to Roger, don't, Roger, don't even try this. 
because it's not physically possible for a human being to do this. And these were the opinions of experts. These were experts that were telling, saying this to Roger. But Roger did it anyways. He broke this limited belief, this limited belief of the masses around the world. And because of this, the limited belief was shattered again by another guy named Randy Landy because he knew it was possible because Roger did it. Now, there are over 900 people who have ran a sub minute, a sub four minute mile, including a former high school student and a 40 plus year old man. The fact of the matter is, we don't do what we can in life. We live what we believe we are. And this is why Josh Billings says, said, it's not what we don't know that prevents us from succeeding. It's what we know that just ain't so that is our greatest obstacle. So what do you believe? What are you believing? What's the, what is the story that you've been telling yourself? Since you will always act or not act in accordance to your predominant beliefs. And those beliefs literally create your results. And this basically means that the results that we see in our lives right now, the, real, the results that we're experiencing in our life right now, it just don't happen to us. They happen with us since everything is created twice. Everything is a thought before it becomes or became a thing. Every item, everything that you can physically see with your eyes, everything that you can see was once a thought in somebody else's um, mind before it became a thing in physical presence. This is why if you're thinking thoughts of lack, the results will show in your life. So if you look at your life right now, your life will tell you what you must be believing is true for that result to be there. And any lack that you see in your life right now, any lack that you see in your life right now is your inner block that is expressed to you externally. So where do you currently see lack in your life? Where do you currently see lack in your life? Is it in regards to your health? Is it in regards to your, 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 your finances, which is, you know, the money that you have in the bank or don't have in the bank? Is it in regards to your relationship? Where is the lack that you're currently seeing in your life? Because if we're getting up every day thinking thoughts of lack, then we're going to see that in our, we're going to see that represent itself in our, in our, in our reality. Because that is showing you what your limiting beliefs are. Since these, these beliefs literally create your thoughts. So imagine that you're walking around thinking and you're believing that you're not good enough. Like most of us do. That was my biggest limiting belief and I'm still working on it. Most of us believe that we're not good enough. So imagine you believe that you're not good enough. What thoughts might that generate? You're going to be thinking, I can't do this. I just can't do it. And every time you get an opportunity, you're thinking you can't do it. And if you say to yourself, I can't do it, how do you think you're going to feel since your feelings 
since since your 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 feelings come from your thoughts and if 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 you're having a belief that you can't that you're not good enough then that's going to generate a thought of I can't do this every time you get an opportunity because your thoughts come from your belief everything that you're thinking right now is coming from what you're believing about yourself and about reality and your feelings come from your thought so if you're saying that you can't do this how do you think you're going to feel you're going to feel worthless, right? And if you feel worthless, how are you going to act? What actions are you going to take? You're going to result to procrastination, which is inaction. And if you consistently result to inaction, then what results will you see in your life? A big disappointment. Now, if you see a big disappointment in reality, what does, what, what does that reaffirm back to your belief? I'm not good enough. And if you really reaffirm that I'm not good enough, then you're reaffirming to yourself, I can't do it. And then you're going to really feel worthless. And then you're going to really procrastinate. And then you're going to really get stuck in a paradigm that you created for yourself. Do you see how that works? Imagine you believe that times are tough. Times are so tough right now. That's just the times we're living in. It's just so tough. That is what you believe in. And if you're believing that, what thoughts might that generate since your thoughts come from your belief? What do you, what thoughts might that generate for you in the present moment? You're going to be saying, I've got to play it safe. If you're saying to yourself, I've got to play it safe. Are you driven right now? Are you motivated right now? Definitely, definitely not. You're going to be scared to take massive action. You're going to be really terrified. You're not going to take massive action. You're going you're gonna to procrastinate again. And if you procrastinate every single day, then in terms of your financial activities, what reality will you be living? You'll be struggling to make ends meet in your life. And what would that reaffirm back to you? Times are tough. What would you be thinking? Oh, I've got to play it safe. And what would you be feeling? You, you, you're not going to take massive action. So if you're allowing your past limit, limiting beliefs to drive your past thoughts and feelings, then you'll continuously act the same way you've always done in the past. Meaning you'll be forever trapped in the past. That's why it is so important to wake yourself up. This is how people end up getting stuck. I was stuck for a long time. I was stuck in a job that I hated because I allowed my limiting belief to hold me back. But then I started digging those suckers out and my life shifted tremendously. You know, because if you're not taking out your beliefs and digging them out, then they're going to continue to to really run your life. You know, so there are numerous limiting beliefs that we have picked up along our journey. There's a lot of them. And some of them are, I don't have enough time. That was one that, oh my goodness. That was one that I used all the time. I don't have enough time. Um, Another one is, oh, I'm just too old for this. You know, I'm too old to try new things. Or I don't have the money for that. I don't have the resources for that. Or it could be, 
you know, I, I just don't believe I can change. You know, not everyone can change. I don't believe I can change. Especially if you try to change your life, but you've struggled. You may have limiting beliefs that I used to have, which is I don't believe I can change. I don't believe anything will work for me. And imagine believing something like that. That's a strong definition of hopelessness. And that's exactly how I was feeling. I was feeling hopeless. So I'm going to give you an exercise. Here's an exercise that I want you to do right now. Reflect on some of the limiting beliefs that you've heard, that you have heard repeatedly in your mind. Like I really want you to think about and sit down and think about um, the limiting beliefs that that you have heard repeatedly in your mind and you have a strong emotional connection to, meaning that every time you think this thought, you get either depressed or pissed off or mad at yourself or sad. And if you're not sure about your limiting beliefs, if you're, you're not sure what your limiting beliefs are, just think about, think about your limiting thoughts that you think about consistently in your life. Because, you know, we all do that is either we think about, you know, positive, consistent thoughts or negative, limiting, consistent thoughts. Because when you do this, that's an indicator of your limiting belief. So I want you to pause this recording and spend about three minutes reflecting and writing some, writing down some of your limiting beliefs that you believe are limiting you in your life. So assuming that you have done this, I want you to take a look at what you've written down in front of you. And I, and I want you to just highlight or underline just one limiting belief you have a strong emotional connection to right now, meaning one that you just, every time you think about it, it gives you a, 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 one of those survival-based emotions. It's either you're feeling sad or, or depressed or pissed off or defeated. So just pick one right now that you have a strong emotional connection to right now. And we're going to bring into awareness what's happening in terms of your human behavior, in terms of the present moment right now due to this limiting belief. We're going to have a look at your beliefs. We're going to have a look at the thoughts that is generated based on that belief and the feelings that you're emitting and the actions or inactions that you're taking or not taking and the results that you're currently getting. So let's say one of the limiting beliefs that you wrote down is, I'm socially anxious. Let's say that's what you wrote down. You believe that you are socially anxious. Now, if you believe that you're socially anxious, you're going to be thinking, you know, I'm afraid to go outside because I just don't want to be judged. And remember that your feelings come from your, 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 your thoughts. So how, what would you be feeling? You might be feeling terrified and scared whenever you go outside, whenever time you go outside and so forth. So what are you going to do in terms of your behavior action-wise? You're going to stay indoors and avoid, and avoid socializing. So what results does that create for you? You'll be struggling with crippling anxiety. And you'll, you'll also be very lonely. So let's say that your next limiting belief is, I'm not good enough for the right partner. I'm not good enough for the right man or for the right woman. What would you be thinking every day? You'll be thinking, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. I mean, you know what? I'll just, I'm too old to date right now. I, or I'm just not ready. I, I should, I shouldn't try right now. I should just wait. I shouldn't try. 
then if you're thinking that, if you're thinking that, what would you be feeling? You're going to be feeling unworthy of love. And if you're feeling unworthy of love, what would you be doing? You're going to be holding back from taking action. And what would you be seeing in terms of your results? You would keep ending up in the wrong relationships with toxic people because you believe that you're not good enough for the right partner. So, you know, you would, you would, you would keep going back to people that you are attracting with the energy that you're sending out. So are you ready to bring your limiting beliefs into awareness? Are you ready to get rid of those? You know, because if you do not, like I said, and I know I keep saying it on each episode that the, the results that you're getting in your life right now is what you are believing. Because when I first did this exercise, I had a belief that I didn't have enough time in the day to work on my life purpose. Like I really believe that. And I would get up every day and just live in that space of, you know, not having enough time to work on my life purpose because I, I homeschool my son and I also run a business. So my belief was I don't have enough time to do the things I need to do in order to take my life to the next level because each time I would sit down to work on my, 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 my career, my life purpose, my, my business, I would feel guilty that I'm ignoring my son. And that guilt would just not allow me to take massive action and truly utilize my gifts and talents that I was born with, that we're all born with. We're all born with gifts and talents buried inside of us. So I was thinking, my belief was I don't have enough time. And if I was believing that, what do you think my consistent thought was? I don't have enough time. I don't, I don't have the wealth I need to create because I don't have the time to create wealth. And how do you think I was feeling? I was feeling worthless and disappointed in myself. I was feeling so worthless and disappointed in myself because I have big dreams and big goals. And, you know, it's, it's when you're not able, and I wasn't able to really give it my all. So every day I would, at the end of the day, and I'm going down the list of, you know, things that I, that I was supposed to accomplish and I didn't, I was feeling so disappointed and so worthless in myself. And I was also feeling immense guilt because I thought I was a bad mom for always being too busy. And because I was feeling like that, what actions was I taking as a result of the way I was feeling? I wasn't taking massive action. I was doing the bare minimum and not, excuse me, and not giving 100%. And what results was I, what were the results I was seeing in my life? My finances reflected the small actions I was taking, which was reconfirming and, and reaffirming, was reaffirming my belief that I don't have enough time. So do you see the circle? What you, when you, what you believe, create your thoughts, your feelings come from your thoughts, and how you feel depend on the actions that you take, and the actions are in, in, in action that you take determine your results. Like, do you see that? You know, so I, I want you to realize that this is all it is. It really is just an awareness exercise, which means it may feel uncomfortable, when you're bringing all this stuff to the surface, 
it may feel very uncomfortable with, when you're bringing all this stuff to the surface again, but understand that awareness is essential for change. If you do not know what's causing you to, to be stuck in life, how are you going to change it? So awareness is, is essential for change because once you become aware of what is, you can change what is. Does that make sense? Like, is it making sense? So are you ready for some good news? <laughs> no child is ever born with limiting beliefs. Think about that. Your limiting beliefs are formed from the environment and experiences while growing up. Because in general, your brain's ability to absorb new information and emotions within its environment slows dramatically after childhood and mostly ceases by young adulthood, reinforcing the same old programming, the same old BS over and over and over again for the rest of your life. We have spent years, if not decades, thinking the same old thoughts. We are conditioned so strongly that when something happens, we literally don't even have to think for a moment for, for our old patterns to play themselves out. So maybe you're thinking, but Nadine, you said there were good news. Where's the good news? So the good news is researchers have discovered the existence of neuroplasticity is the neuroplasticity switch that controls how much we can learn and encode and make new connections or neural pathways throughout our lives. So basically this means our brains are malleable. We can literally, we can literally rewire our brains, rewire our subconscious mind to a new way of thinking and acting. Isn't that incredible that we can change it? We don't have to live with these beliefs. And studies have shown that the more any new pattern is repeated and emotionalized, meaning the emotions that you put in it, the stronger the neural pathway becomes. And when you repeat a pattern enough, your brain will turn that pattern onto autopilot to save time, energy, and focus. Isn't that beautiful? This means that you don't have to be forever locked in with your old beliefs because your beliefs are not yours. That is freeing. When it's it it's it if when I first discovered this, that I can actually <clears throat> excuse me, that I had beliefs that were holding me back and I could get rid of them, it freed me and I went to work on myself. Because once you realize that they have no power over you and you can truly awaken your full potential, it's it's powerful. Once you realize you're not your beliefs that you have true choice in the present moment instead of playing out the same old patterns of behavior. You can choose what to think. Have you ever heard of Pablo Picasso? Pablo Picasso. Pablo was a very famous artist. Excuse me. And as a child, Pablo Picasso was mentored by his artist father. His father was an artist. And his father taught him at a very young age. He taught him to produce astounding and technically brilliant works of art from a very early age. But there was a huge problem. For all his paintings, paintings, they lacked something key. They lacked real creativity and innovation. So how did Picasso break out of the mold his father had set for him and make a new decision in painting in the daring way that we're familiar with today? It was very simple. He embraced his inner child. 
He began to channel childlife impulses in his art and began experimenting with bold lines, cartoonish figures, and daring colors, and this is how we ended up becoming one of the greatest artists of the 20th century. You know, taking on fluid, childlike view of the world is often really closer to genius than a grown-up rigid perspective. So the secret to breaking free of your past limiting belief is knowing that you don't have to believe your mind. As T.R. Ecker says, don't believe a single thought you think. You know, you don't have to believe your story that, and that voice in your head or even your own thinking like I just said. This is so good in theory, but why is it so darn hard in practice? Do you know why? Because sometimes we become a victim of our life. We become victims of our circumstances and victims would rather still hold on to suffering, hold on to guilt, hold on to negative toxic, toxic feelings, than step into the unknown. The unknown is where the magic happens. Step into the unknown and create a new groove in their life. They would rather live in constant victimization than take a chance on possibility. Victims use their problems and conditions in their life to reaffirm their addiction to their old beliefs. They need that bad job. They need that bad relationship. They need to keep refusing to let go of the past because it's reaffirming their identity emotionally. And they rather keep reaffirming, you know, their addiction to their past by pointing and blaming their things outside of their control and feeling forever stuck and powerless. And the sad thing is I was like that. I was the biggest victim blaming my son for not having the time to create. And most people are victims. They'll even go looking for people in their life who are doing the exact same thing. And they will use each other to reaffirm their addiction to victimization and suffering. And they'll get all the validation they need from them. And if this sounds like you, then are you really ready to truly, truly stand up for yourself and truly be greater than your survival mind? Because if you really think about it, an addiction is something that you can't stop. You, if you're addicted to something, you're thinking in your mind that you can't stop it, right? And if an addiction is something that you can't stop and you're living every single day by that emotion that you constantly feel, it's no different to being addicted to anything in life. It's no addicted to being ad addicted to anything in your life, whether it's coffee, alcohol, chocolate, drugs, or whatever people get addicted to. It's no different. And the moment you try to break any addiction, you may notice a battle between the mind and the body as you'll be experiencing withdrawal symptoms. So imagine that you're, you're trying to change, you, you dug out, you're trying to get rid of your beliefs. You know, you've, you've found them and now you're, you're trying to get these suckers out and you wake up the next morning and you're trying to overcome your addiction to anxiety because you're always anxious and you come back to your senses and you say to yourself, wait a minute, I'm, I'm feeling good right now, but, but wait, 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 let me, let me think of something that happened in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now that person screwed me over yesterday. Ah, oh, no, I'm feeling anxious again. I used to experience this all the time when I was going through a lot of anxiety episodes. It was like feeling good became a mythical land for me was feeling good. Wasn't something that I was used to. 
And anytime I felt good, I was believing I shouldn't feel this way because I was so addicted and used to, and used to survival based emotions in my life. Can you relate to this? So imagine if you're always anxious and you're trying to overcome your addiction to anxiety and you're trying your absolute best. Then as you begin to go about your day, you're thinking about all those things and all those people from the past that evoke emotional responses. What you're doing is you're using these things in your external environment to reaffirm your addiction to some emotion. And when you allow the things in your environment that are representative of the past to control how you think and feel in the present moment, then your state of being is completely trapped in the past, meaning that you may never wake up in time. And according to Benjamin Franklin, most people die at 25, but they're not buried until they're 75. Isn't that sad? Earlier you, wrote down in the, earlier, you wrote down the limiting beliefs that you believe are holding you back and keeping you stuck. In the next episode, I will share a practical approach to address and reshape those limiting beliefs and some breakthrough exercises that will ultimately unlock your ability to make new decisions. You will overcome the barriers most people raise in their journey to success, and this will help to eliminate the anxiety and, and apprehension commonly faced with the new challenge so you can be in a real position to thrive. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you tuning into this episode because my heart and soul is in this. I really care about you. I'm really passionate about seeing everyone, you know, come out of their their depression or not even depression, but I, I, I care about people. I want to see people thrive because we all have the ability to thrive. We all have gifts and talents within us that is buried inside of us and covered up with beliefs that are not serving us. So I appreciate you tuning into this episode and I will see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Universal Grace Podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.